Attention bobsled riders, you will soon be embarking on a thrilling podcast down the icy slopes of the Matterhorn, so please remain seated keeping your hands, arms, feet and legs inside the bobsled at all times. Auf Wiedersehen! Hello Yodlers, we are the Matterhorn Yodlers. Today I am your host Jackie and we have... Chiefith. And... I'm Peter. And Peter! I'm here. Oh, so you got some... uh. Some disgruntled, yeah, you know, yeah, ends. yeah. I've got, I've got some opinions that I need to share, <laughs> not anyone else. And t- I guess Bob Chapek probably has some. Ooh, that would be so. <laughs> that would be fun to hear his true opinions of Disney. Part of that twenty million with a gag order, right? Yeah. Wayne NDA was was definitely signed. Like you are not to talk anything about this time for like two years or whatever. Oh, I'd say it's like twenty years. Oh, it's probably a lot longer. (laughs) I'm waiting for that book. That'll be a good book. It's really just going to be a a VH1 behind the the executives. (laughs) All right. So today we're going to be talking about controversial opinions. And there's no controversy here. <laughs> we're we're not gonna we're not gonna rock no, the boat. We don't rock the boat here. We don't have any opinions that might make some Disney fans irate. Can I start? <laughs> <laughs> <You wanna? laughs> this one's this is like a softball one. Yeah, it's it's for our family too. Mickey bars are gross. I don't like them. Yeah, that's a popular one, that the Mickey Premium Bars aren't that great. I, I kind of agree. They're not that great tasting-wise. It's like a semi-sweet over like vanilla ice cream, and usually when you get it, it's rock hard. It's rock hard, and the vanilla is it doesn't even taste like vanilla. There's no. nothing, nothingness there. You, it's true. You do it for the pictures. Ice cream sandwiches are good, though. I do like their ice cream sandwich. Yeah. When they're not completely when like, they're not when they're like not frozen, when you bite yeah. into it and you're like, well, I got a little bit of cookie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jammed in between the back of my teeth. Right. I like the. It's like the fruit bars that have like it's a picture of Olaf on them now, but they're actually pretty good. I think I don't. It's really hard to screw up a natural flavors of fruit <laughs> right <laughs> and a fruit bar right I, my other mickey uh food one is i think the uh mickey pretzels are gross oh yeah they're really not that good they're stale they're they, they they're dry yeah they're overcooked and the only thing that redeems it is the nacho cheese yeah yeah and i'm not a fan of nacho cheese so. i love nacho cheese that's why it's like eh, it doesn't bother me too much but I totally agree. It's it's dry. Usually, if I get a pretzel, it's like grab a pretzel, get in a long line, like kind of scenario. I have mm. a better, I have a better enjoyment eating the pretzels that I make at home through my microwave than I do in the Disney parks. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah, shots fired on that one yep. right yeah. there. And I don't have to wait in a line of like thirty people in Frontierland to get one. Yeah. So definitely, yeah. Um, Another controversial opinion that I got online was Disney popcorn is not good. No. I, I like their popcorn. I, I think I like movie popcorn better. I thought about that today. Yeah. You like movie popcorn better than Disneyland? Yeah. I kind of agree. Uh, I would disagree. I like Something in Disney popcorn does not agree with me, so I never get it. 
It's interesting. No, she sneezes it. a lot when she eats it. <laughs> yeah, I just sneeze a <laughs> lot. <laughs> Some of their flavored popcorn's really good though. They're like not just regular popcorn, they're flavored ones like they have at Galaxy's Edge. Some of that's pretty good. So what like to not be controversial, so when we go to a, a vendor, what is good? Like I like the chimichangas. I don't know what are your guys' thoughts with those? Wait, like which of... vendor spots yeah, are yeah, good? Yeah, like little vending spots at okay. the park. The best one is the sh- breakfast shawarma in Avenger Campus. Oh, I, I still have yet to that. have that. It is the best thing. So the last trip we went to, uh, Mark and I went to Disneyland. And we were just going to, and this is like they had the park reservation. You had to choose. And we were just going to do, we had, we're going to do two days um, park hop. Uh, and we're going to just start both days at Disneyland because you like morning at Disneyland a lot more than it California. It just starts off the day better. But we decided to change the one of the days to start off in California just so we can have this breakfast shawarma. I heard the, uh, the, the breakfast Ronto wrap is also very good. Yeah. And it's only available in the morning. So are we all in consensus that churros are not churros are good like at Disneyland? Churros are good at Disneyland. Churros, yeah. <laughs> it's not like not Mexican Pavilion. <laughs> My wife does not like churros. Oh, so like that's so a preference thing, right? I think there was like one churro that she really that like she actually did. Does she enjoy. just not like churros in general? She just doesn't get it. She's like, okay, whatever. But she did like that. Uh, we had this uh, peanut butter one. She this chocolate peanut butter one. She's like, oh, that was really good. So. But that was a seasonal item. Yeah. I, I mean, there are different flavor churros are fun. Like, my favorite one I ever had was, like, the Dole Whip churro. That was pretty good because it had, like, a pineapple, like... That's fun. Jelly Philly. It was good. Yeah, my least favorite. So essentially, it turns into, like, a Mexican donut. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you're yeah, just... basically. <laughs> I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't much care for the s'more churro or uh, the sour churro. That one wasn't that great. Was it bitter? It was a little sour. <laughs> it was a little sour. It was way too sour. Did it come with like a cherry sauce or something? Uh, yeah, it came with some. Yeah, frosting. I, I've heard that, like. That, I mean, yeah, the frosting was, was okay, but like, I just felt like it was just way too sour for me. And I love sour candy. Um. Okay. I was forcing myself to finish that one. <laughs> okay, so let's see here. Let do we want to do movie or park? Let's stay in the parks. I got okay. one. Yeah. Test track is overrated totally it's a car ride it's a convertible and you go 65 <laughs> miles an hour i guarantee you, your dad drove faster to get to the park that day well you just in, need to stick your head out the window the only thing that makes orlando, it a ride in orlando can you go 65 in orlando i don't know the tra- traffic <laughs> is so bad I, I live there i went 65 <laughs> it's just that uh well i got a speeding ticket going 77 i was going 81 <laughs> down the main drag where it says oh. welcome to disney world oh right um the only thing that makes it like awesome is you have that bank and you're going 65 miles an hour right. so you have this like whoa we're going so fast we're tilting it's so and the ride there's no story it's just a lame i think it's a lame ride and i think it's like it's just overrated yeah, but it's like it's an e-ticket attraction at Epcot, so there's there's nothing. Well, there's Guardians of the Galaxy now, there, but yes, which uh, is fantastic, right? But no, I agree. Test track. When Mark and I went to Epcot, 
we just a single rider because we're just like we're, it's not worth i think the line was only like 30 minutes long we're like nah it's not even worth that <laughs> it's not even worth sitting next to you and seeing that dumb picture <laughs> of my hair all crazy and, yeah no and and it may be because they were our rival attraction like they thought they were better than us when i worked at mission space right. and mission space is like why do you think you're better like well our ride's more complicated and i'm all like i don't know ours is pretty technical but they were just they're little snobs about it they're cps and like there was this like unspoken like there was, rivalry there's yeah always like that like snobbish thing of like between cast members and roles it was uh for tower it was great movie ride really the great movie right <laughs> oh yeah because we got a spiel and we get to shoot little cap guns and yeah and be in our little oh role. man the people the cast members that did the great movie ride there they had great pride in their attraction mm -hmm. uh, and and you know i mean tower terrors i mean easily considered the best attraction in the in the park uh at that time oh six not i wouldn't say that's true anymore but um but yeah i mean I can see it's just a great movie ride. Just the cast members being like, our attraction's cool too, even though it's always a walk on. Yeah, I don't think I waited so longer than five minutes on that ride. Someone uh, mentioned their controversial opinion was that great movie ride is better than Mickey Runaway Railway. Um, and I was like, uh, that's like saying like, oh, bring back horizons. Like yeah. when you're comparing the old ride with the new ride, I don't really think that's controversial in the sense of just, it's a preferential, like this is right. I was just like, Mickey runaway railway has a line. Great movie ride did not always have a line. No. Mm -mm. And we'll see what it's like in 10 years. Right. What that line is. Just because it's new. Right. It has a queue. Remember like Roger Rabbit always had a queue of like 60 minutes. Right. And it was just like the worst line ever. Well, that's what Monsters, Inc. looks like. Oh. <laughs> I showed my, I looked at the wait times the other day for Monsters, Inc. And oh, it was awful. It was 150 minutes for Monsters, I Inc. I think, so I <laughs> Who think. Who would wait in that? I think Monsters, Inc. That's for the next is podcast. The worst. The torture. Oh. I think Monsters, Inc. is the worst attraction at California Adventure. Um, there's got to be. It's, it's I, definitely I, one of the worst ones to wait for. It's it's yeah it's you're in a, like a government queue. <laughs> it's just it's like you're stuck at the DMV. That's what it, it feels yeah, like. Yeah, <laughs> it's just you don't have the colorful people <laughs> that you would get at a DMV. Yeah, I I can't think of. I just don't. I don't know. There's other rides. That yeah, I but that one is it's one of the worst. Um. Oh, this is a big one. Disneyland is better than Walt Disney World. Well, I have true. to agree. It's true. What is better? Disneyland, Disneyland is it better is. than Disney World. It, it's got the touch of Walt there. I, think I watched, just... I watched this, these group of panelists. They they tried to break it down in categories and then over and then overall. And they're like, well, it clearly shows that Disney World is better because they're better in all these categories. And it's all like, no. Yeah, but there's the feel. Yeah. Like, you yeah. can't quantify the feeling of when you're at Disneyland. Right. And you're like, oh, this feels good. Like, this feels right. You're at Magic Kingdom and you're like, it's, well, the thing it's is, they were, giving, they were giving so many points to Disney World because they have the resorts 
and the hotels and their food. Whereas but that's Disney, not only the has park. That's not in the and park. And I agree. I think the park is the that, parks are better at Disney. There's more attractions in one park. You can walk to California Adventure. It's, it's so. It's not a two-hour adventure to park. And on. the parking is miserable. You don't have to get on the boat. You don't have to like... boat or monorail to get to the park. And right now, Disneyland's got trams, and Disney World doesn't. For like for Animal two, Kingdom, two of their parks don't. I think Epcot and Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom don't have trams. <laughs> yeah. Which I feel like Animal Kingdom parking lot is like one of the worst It is ones. a horrible parking lot. <laughs> it's so big. It's big. And you always get stuck parking in the boonies and it's like, ugh. I, I would always, well, I work there. I would go park in the employee parking. I would just flash my badge like, all right, over here. And right. That was, I. things you mentioned, I was like, I didn't experience that. <laughs> yeah. You have the cast member. You have yeah. the blue badge. The blue badge. It was nice. Um. All right. Uh, Japheth won't be able to have an opinion on this one, but so Star Wars, Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance is only good like the first few times. I have to agree. Yes. Rise. This is my opinion. Rise of the Resistance is not that attraction that you will want to re-ride on the same trip. Ooh. It is a ride where like you ride it once and you're per good. trip, and that's good enough. So even like so for me, I've never been on it. Writing it You'll twice probably, would be. You would probably be fine writing it twice because it's your first time. But after that, after mm-hmm. that, because like I was feeling it because like there was one day. This was back when they had boarding groups and things like that, and you're only supposed to ride once. I rode it like four times in one day, and Break I was like, low, and we and we could and we could have gone five times, but we decided, eh, we're good. We don't need to ride it again um because it well the it's thing a, is it's a story like it's story driven it's story driven and so once you know the story you're just like okay is it like writing star tours where you write it once like the original star tours and you're like well, okay one once is good pretty much yeah and you're like you don't want to write like you could write it again but you're like hey guys thanks it's my first ride oh thanks for writing. And you're like no it's not i wrote it with you earlier today and it's the same thing with like indiana jones you know where like you write it once and you're like okay that was fun no because I, there's I different like there's different, different lighted like rooms <laughs> there's the yellow room and there's the blue room and the purple room i wrote it like 13 times in one trip, like... and i never got tired of it and i still don't get tired of it but i, I... love i'm i'm right or die indy i feel like indiana jones <laughs> is more of a thrill ride compared to rise of the resistance I think the, the, the thing that takes away from Rise of the Resistance is because it's so big. Yes. Because, like, when you commit to Rise of the Resistance, the ride alone is you're, you're, you're committing at least 30 minutes of your day just for the ride itself, wow. let alone the queue. So the ride experience is 30 minutes? It's like 12. Uh, I don't know. Well, if, if you include from point of Ray. Ray. Ray onward, that's about 30 minutes. Whoa. That's yeah. huge. I thought, like, I would get bored on Pirates from, like, oh, my gosh, it's like 11 minutes. No. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's long from, like, the point of Ray where you talk to Ray talks When you get you. the pre-show. Yeah. Because you have to wait um, to get into... Uh, it's just like another line you have to get into. Right. But then the cast members have fun with you. Right. So it's, that, it's, that it's makes a part that more of fun the... and more unique. Right. Each time you write it. But other than that, it's the same thing. Yes. Um, so it's. I think the reason why 
it's like kind of a one and done, it's because it's such a time eater that if you want to do other things in your day, you don't really have the time to go back and do that one again. Yeah. So. Do you have one? A park one? I have park one. Uh, Mickey ear caps. They should go away. Mickey ear The caps. Mickey ears. Like the, the original. Classic, the Mickey Mouse hat. Oh. I think they're lame. No one wears them. No one wears them. It's all, it's all about the headbands now. Yeah. It's the headbands. Yeah. And the you po- can't wear them outside of the park. No. No. I just... It, it, and what are the chances someone bought one and then brought it back? Well, at Disneyland. At Disneyland. Very common. Disney World, not as much. I just... Disneyland because it's a culture thing. Okay, mm-hmm. I could see that where you Disney have World, local people that come back, but I just like I don't know. I, they must make some money because Disney would have axed it if it was that horrible. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's just so it's many such options. A, like a good first visit one for like kids to have. Yeah, but like grown adults, I don't see. I won't wear one. I'm bald. I don't want. <laughs> A be... bowl cut sunburn <laughs> on the back goes, of my head. Like goes, it goes to the, the whole joke I always make. Every time I go on Soren, you know, they got the pre-show and it's all like, you got to take those babies off. And it's this fat guy taking off his hat and he's bald. Yeah. You know, he's just, he has takes a off bald his spot. He's got his yeah. bald spot. And then I just kind of make a, a choke and be like, oh, 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 oh he's bald. And, then my, wife, like and my... then my wife gives me the stare of like, Stop embarrassing me. <laughs> oh, it's like running with my joke where I would just be like, oh, it's okay to laugh at bald people, right. huh? I see. I see how it goes <laughs> yeah. here. You know, I play into that. So that's funny. You have your joke. Right. <laughs> and then we play off it the other way. <laughs> Next time we go together, I'll just like, hey, what's wrong with bald people? I'd like yeah. start a fight. Oh, we totally need <laughs> to. Start a fight. It's like, so who do you think you are? You know, like. We're going to get on You're that guy on Matterhorn Yodlers. I bet that makes fun of people, aren't you? And you're like, actually, I am. It's like. I am. <laughs> Just be trendy on TikTok. Matterhorn Yoda podcast fights at Soren. We were just playing around. We were trying to go viral. I <laughs> know, the wrong reason. Um, Finding Nemo, the musical, is the best attraction at Animal Kingdom. Whoa. No way. I uh, No, the Everest. Everest is better. I think Everest is better. It's just the better theme. Cue, I mean, it's a show. It's a really good show. So you'd have to compare it. I think it has more of a chance in comparing Lion other King. shows. I can't. You know, which one's better, Lion King or Nemo? Nemo. Man, I like the Lion King show there. That's, that's, that was that's fun. A, that's a good one. That's a good. I actually, I'm not a big fan of Finding Nemo. And I'm not a big fan of Lion King, but the Lion King one is so dynamic where they're like moving around. It's a smaller theater. And like, I think I, think... I would say this. Finding Nemo as it stands today is not as good as Lion King. Um, but original Finding Nemo, the musical, is better than current Lion King show. That would be my opinion. Even though the, the new... Finding Nemo is just a shortened down version. It they've they cut enough out that it it does impact the quality of the attraction of the show itself. So that would be my opinion on it. Okay. Um okay, here's one for Disney World. Uh Hollywood Studios is the best park out of Disney World oh. and has the most potential. 
anything has more like mm. most potential. I don't think it's the best. It's, part. it's hard to say because it depends on what you're looking at. Yeah. What, what's your goal? What what, you what your goal is? Because like my wife, she loved that park. Like she said, that was one of the parks that she would spend an entire day at. I think it has better. I think it has better food. At Hollywood Studios has better food. I think it has good. Like you have the oh, brown derby, no and then I, I think, think it has the worst food. Oh no! Well, they, they, they don't do have high end food. Actually, Magic Kingdom has the worst food. Magic Kingdom has the worst food. But then Hollywood Studios is next. And, for I, me. and I never cared for Animal Kingdom food. Um, Epcot has the World Showcase, the food court. Yeah, it's the food court. I and it's harder. I mean, I can't. But if you want, I don't know. I just, there's good restaurants in there. There's the high end and there's the quick service stuff. You know, I think, I think uh, with Hollywood studios, when it comes to the food, I think it does really well on the high end, but not very good on the low end. I thought it like their ice cream choices. Like there was an ice cream place off of sunset that I would always go to. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that, I'm, I'm not sure. Oh, talking so about, like, I'm talking about like quick service food. Oh, oh, quick service. That's pretty bad. I think the best would cause you got like backlog express. You got all oh, the pizza, plur- pizza oh, Rizzo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just, mm. I would say that. Yeah, it's not great. But again, if you're getting that food, it's, you get what you pay for, really. Right. And so, like I said, and I know uh, the they got the new barbecue place that's opening up. Probably by the time this episode comes oh, out, the Toy it's Story? probably already opened. I know they're showing stuff on YouTube of... The you Toy know, Story? The Toy Story barbecue. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't eaten that, the newer stuff, but yeah. There's a lot of potential for Hollywood Studios. I think it's just because I for think... so long it was not the most popular... I think they're half the things were broken or down or being refurbished. I think it has the most potential of because there's things to fix. (laughs) Well, I think there is there's even the potential of growth because there's still a good section of the park that they haven't done anything. That's true. They've got that whole former animation courtyard area. Yeah. That they haven't done nothing with. Whether the old Little Mermaid show, Playhouse Disney or Disney Junior the launch there, bay the launch bay launch slash bay. old animation building yeah. like that building is big and it's barely being used so like that's a lot as opposed to like epcot where it's like it's pretty it's tight you, it's your what are you gonna grow you, you can only there's fix not what's much, there yeah. to... there's a few spots where you might be able to expand an already existing pavilion yeah to maybe put a small ride in there or another but restaurant it, but it's pretty set but yeah it's yeah, it's it's hard to say. Like, and Animal Kingdom's not. I mean, that's it's not. You the gotta most popular. deal with the animals and yeah. the savannas and their space because that's important. Um, than I mean, like guest experience. I mean, they can tear down uh, Rainforest Cafe. I mean, <laughs> does that really need to be there? So they can put in more parking. <laughs> <laughs> Probably an expansion to Pandora. Yeah, honestly, that's probably what it's gonna be because it's right next to Pandora. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, so, do you think Hollywood Studios has the most potential? I would say I so. I would say yes. I would say that one would have the most potential. I mean, I would say it's, it's the best. It's hard to say because you know Disney recently threw out you know what's behind Big Thunder Mountain. 
you know, there's there's a lot of potential that they could be throwing back uh, on the backside of the rivers of America over there. They so. should they should do what they did in Paris, where they you're getting shot under the water oh, and going yeah. and doing Thunder Mountain. On that was so fun. Tom Sawyer. That's so fun. Uh, okay, this one made me chuckle. Uh, Jonah's brother should replace Aerosmith at Rock and Roller Coaster. Oh, that, that's no. got to be an old. That's got to be an old re- opinion because I don't. Are they even still? Oh, yeah. perfor- are they still performing together? Yeah, they just research. Oh, I have yeah, no idea. They oh, they're they're out. pretty popular now. Well, I know they've always been popular. I didn't know if they were still together or if oh, they were yeah. solo. They're on tour. They're oh, like. Okay. Doing like a Broadway thing right now. Oh, okay. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Come on, Peter. Get with the times. <laughs> Peter's like, I'm waiting for Spider Man on Broadway. <laughs> I'm waiting for Rogers the Musical. That's Which is coming. Yeah. Uh, to Disneyland. But, uh, okay. Popcorn buckets. Uh, are they a waste of money? Absolutely. 100% waste <laughs> of money. I say 90% of the stuff sold at Disney <laughs> is a waste of money. It ends up. On eBay for that's overpriced, and that the figment bucket, the famous figment bucket, is ugly. I agree, it's pretty ugly. I never saw it actually, so I don't. I don't. It's just a fat. Let me figment. get you a picture of it. It's just like figment, kind of like slouching. So you just kind of have this like gut, like. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's my uh, here's my opinion on figment. Uh, and this is actually relatively new because I was watching a video with one of my YouTubers um, and they were talking about the new Figment meet and greet. And I think Figment is not a very good character. Um, and meet and greet or just not just a good character in general? In general. He's that's kind of controversial. Good, yeah. That's kind of a beloved character and from I d- but the thing Disney is, World. I don't think it's Figment. Yeah. It doesn't look <laughs> My reaction as I look <laughs> yeah, at it is like, Yeah, I just showed oh, Jake that the Figment popcorn bucket. <laughs> oh, goodness. <bucket>. No. <laughs> right. No. I, think, I don't want that in my house. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think the fascination with Figment goes back to the Dreamfinder. And missing yeah. the Dreamfinder. People don't miss. Two. People don't miss Figment. They miss the Dreamfinder. Uh, the only reason why they like Figment is because he's from the time of Dreamfinder. I think so. And he's so, the last remnants of it. And you're like, if we can keep him, we can get Dreamfinder maybe again. Right. And so if if and when they eventually get rid of or change the Imagination Pavilion attraction, they either need to bring back Dreamfinder or they just need to. They should go Wipe with it. that Jules Verne's kind of like steampunk, like they did kind of before with, with Dreamfinder. That would Something be different, cool. just yeah. a new theme, and it's, and and it kind of just lives on because like, Dreamfinder was a fantastic character. He was entertaining. Yeah. He was engaging. I mean, yeah, because Figment's just kind of annoying. <laughs> he just, was he was the child. Yeah, and Dreamfinder was there to teach. You know, it's kind of like Doctor Who, where he's just like he's teaching the assistants, right? His he's, companions, his companions, yeah. Just like here, you guys so, don't know how this goes. Let me show you. So yeah, I th- that that's my opinion. Figment is not really a beloved character. It's people wanting to hold on to Dreamfinder. Not I Figment. think they should just get rid of Figment overall. Whoa, you just you just want to kill just kill old Epcot. That's the only thing holding old Epcot really. That and Spaceship Earth. Spaceship Earth is old Epcot. Yeah. Yeah, no. 
I, I didn't care for it, so get rid of it. Let's think of something new and better. Um, okay. Uh, Fantasmic. Uh, this is someone else's opinion. <laughs> so, Fantasmic is trash and they should get rid of it. At Disney World? Maybe. Well, so both. <laughs> I don't know. The one at Disney World was just painful to watch a crane boom like dragon move around with streamers for wings it was just like it's true is, is, I mean, is this like a high school like parade I uh, saw, float i item? did like a backstage tour of it and like it's, you're like that's it <laughs> there's no body it's just the head yep. and wings well that's, that's what it. disney disneyland's used to be like that too and then they they decided to invest money and and get a cool looking dragon so yeah um i don't enjoy shows too much I'm, like that i'm just not a big phantasmic person i'd be totally fine if they got a new show i think i think they need at either it. parks it's been 30 years it's time to change it up or at least do it like once once a like once every do it for like i don't know walt's birthday they bring it out, but I know they can't do that because it's no. just not efficient and, yeah. and space to uh, do the whole thing and get everybody ready. Yeah, the logistics behind that. I mean, I would not be opposed to them doing something new. Uh, I don't want to hold on to things and and potentially lose out on something even like better. me with wishes. <laughs> wishes. <laughs> I right. will never. I was like, no, that was the best ever growing up. I love wishes. <laughs> That's another one is wishes over happily ever after, but we haven't seen happily ever after. Have have you seen it? I mean online. Yeah, I've seen happily. Ever yeah, I've after. seen it online, um, but and they just brought it back. But I haven't experienced it in person, so I I don't know the feels of so that. So what one. what are your feelings on like the projection shows now? Uh, is it overdone? I like the projection shows on Disneyland. It's a small world. Okay, that's fun. That's because really it's fun. a it's a it's a big canvas yeah. that you can do a lot of fun things with. So that's um, but on Main Street, I don't care for it. And the castle is just like, well, Disney World. The when I was there, they did like a f- full on projection show before the fireworks show. It was cool because they did like a Buzz Lightyear scene where like the castle takes off, and I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um. But if they're just like projecting just random images on it, I don't really care for it. It's it's it seems like they're focusing more on that than fireworks. Well, because cheaper. it's cheaper. Yeah, and I I get it, but and it's money. you're not you're dealing with less problems with locals in the area, especially for Disneyland. How like Disneyland only does fireworks on the weekend? If you're living next to Disneyland, you know what you're getting yourself. It's like into. people that move next to an Air Force base. Like these jets are loud. I don't get this. Why are they so loud? Yeah. Like uh, they're not stealth at all. <laughs> I see the comments on my neighborhood app because we live by an Air Force base. An Air Force base, and it's just like there was a sonic boom. They're oh, not gosh. allowed to do that, and it's just like, okay, calm down. Permission to fly by the tower. Permission, permission denied. <laughs> it's like someone's been watching Top Gun lately, right? Um, Are we ready to move on to movies? I've got a couple more. All right, let's let's shoot them off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is my personal opinion. Haunted Mansion is pretty boring. I can see how it can be boring. I can see it. It's a sleep ride for me. It's dark and cozy. 
So is that your big attraction at Disneyland you would get rid of? Yeah. Would be Haunted Mansion. Well, bulldoze, baby, bulldoze. What's your big attraction that you would get rid of at Disneyland? Oh, Country Bear. <laughs> oh, no, no, not, no, at Disney World, it's Country Bear. Country Bear. But okay. The one that I defended the one time. Well, I'm talking like big, like major um... attraction that you would get rid of. Because I would, like, yeah, Country Bear is a classic attraction, but I don't consider it a big attraction. I would, and, and this goes down to like our first like recording that we did, but we never released it. Right. I would shut down the Matterhorn keep the Matterhorn there but use it as a cue for a launch like Snow White ride uh where the the mountain it, is the mine yeah where you're you're there at the queue and then you get launched over between um where the old boat ride was right and between small world that's kind of where my controversial like if I was going to do something huge Hence, like, our name, Matterhorn Yodlers. I'm just like, yeah, get rid of the Get, ride. get rid of the Matterhorn. I wasn't a fan of the name. <laughs> I had another one. That's <laughs> true. Um, mine is the Jungle Cruise. It's so much real estate. It's so much yeah. real estate. And it's not that great. The jokes aren't funny anymore. Uh, I've always it's enjoyed a, it. It depends. Like, it, it's very dependent on your skippers. Some skippers are really good and others are not so good. Some skippers can tell the same joke in a way that makes them fresh and new. Um, but I just feel like I'm never satisfied after riding the Jungle Cruise ever. Yeah, I just, I don't ever I like feel... The I like It gets me in the mood like I am sure. going on a safari. I, that's... Getting rid of it, I'm like, oh, what are we going to do? Because there's only so much adventure oh, land. How about expand, make another Indiana Jones attraction? Well, yeah, we've discussed you know? this before. Right. Yeah, with the Indiana Jones roller coaster right. intertwined. And you, have to go, you could keep. Well, someone says their opinion was to replace the Indiana Jones attraction at Disneyland and do a live action Jungle Book theme. What? No. <laughs> what? That, I thought that was so funny. That's controversial. <laughs> and I do not agree with that. I saw that. I was like, oh, I have to say that's, this one. This one's too that good. That makes me angry inside. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have murder rage in me right now. Can I get out of jail for crime of passion? <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, okay, so here's another one of mine is Monsters Laugh Floor is the best attraction at Magic Kingdom. I was going to say for Tomorrowland. I, I still think it's the best attraction at Magic Kingdom. <sighs> Let's think of a better ride. Um, but for of... Tomorrowland, for sure. I think, and I was thinking the put of that on there. I was like, it's better than Space Mountain. I, I agree. Ride. Honestly, and this might be a controversial opinion, I think... Mickey's Philhar Magic is a better show. Now I'm torn. I'm I tomorrow I with Mike's Laugh Floor, I go into it with like low expectations and I come out happy. Sure. And it's fun because I've seen my jokes that I've put on there and it's fun that you can interact with it. Yeah. Um Philhar Magic, there's like this like like this crowd feeling it's like you're like overly aggressive to get a, a seat there. I don't know what it is, but I feel like I'm in survival mode. Like I, you know, you see those well, crowds. Well, there was a fight there. So <laughs> you see those crowds, like those pools in China where they're like the wave pool and they're all filled with people. I feel like I'm like jockeying for position there and I get this anxiety. So I, my experience there, it's different. Sure. 
So I'm going to go with Mike on this one, but I enjoy Filler Magic. Yeah. That one just gives me more of the warm fuzzies. Like, and like, it's, I hate it's Disney. I do not like the version of California Adventure, even though it's literally the same exact show, just in a different theater. But the theater honestly makes the show. And the theater at Disney World is the best when it comes for that show. And it still holds up. Yeah, I don't like Filler Magic. If I could get uh, rid so if of you it. don't like it, then I can see why Mike's better. Like, I'll go on it just to, like, sit down, but... You think it's better than Thunder? I think the Thunder's really good at Magic Kingdom. It's it's good, but... Like, when like, you went to Ma- Magic Kingdom every time, did you go to Mike every single time? Every single time. Wow. Every single time I, I did that attraction... And when I went to back to Disney World for one day, we went to Magic Kingdom. That was the first thing we did. Wow. Okay. Like I'm a die-hard fan. It's of kind of Monster the way. Lafleur. It's kind of like how I feel with uh, Mater's Junkyard Jamboree. Ooh, that one's good. That that's, I think that's, that's like a top five. That's my favorite. No, attraction I'd say it's a top three Adventure. in California for me. Because it's like it's a dark horse. It's it's a low weight, and you're always smiling riding yeah, that it's ride fun. it's a fun ride and there's hardly a wait for it yeah your cost of benefit ratios mm-hmm. way in your favor as opposed to like the big attractions where you're like oh. I, I i waited an hour for for a three minute experience the incredible coaster moves quickly and i'm that one that one's fun it does like the tower terror one or the guards galaxy you just don't know what kind of experience the queue really can make or break your experience yeah, before writing it. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to movies. Here, I want to start with this. It's not a movie, but it is with characters. Yeah. Pluto should not be in the Fab Five, but Daisy should be in it instead. And I think the cartoons now signify that more. I would agree. In, yeah. In that sense, because Daisy's more of a character. Everyone grew to oh. love Daisy. Because the Daisy in the park became sassy. Ooh, we love that sassy. And everyone loves the sassy Daisy. Like everyone saw that video where Daisy's like walking out and then she does like the quick turn the around quick before she turn. leaves. And that yeah. video went viral. And I was like, oh, I love Daisy. You go, girl. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny because uh, we were at my, at uh, our parents' house and like my kids were pointing at the, uh, my parents have these like, uh, the character marionettes, so yeah. Mickey, Minnie, mm-hmm. uh, Goofy, and Donald, and um, and uh, my oldest was all like, "Where's Daisy?" <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, well, and what Toontown just opened up, and they're gonna have Pete, Pete. as a meet and greet and Clarabelle. Oh, going old school there. That's fun. And I'm like, yeah, They've I really, love it. They brought Pete back. But I don't. I don't think he's a fat five. No. 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 I he's think... he's with Pluto. I would say Pluto got a lot of attention in the early cartoons because his 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 original cartoons are really good. Yeah. I would say those were top tier animated cartoons at that time. But Daisy definitely kicked him out of the fat five. With, with so. the with the recent with uh, the recent ones. Phase, the what people call it the Ren and Stimpy uh, Mickey. They are. And I still like the the episode where Mickey and Minnie are having a fight, and Donald Days are like, "Oh, that's cute. Watch this bigger, bigger <laughs> fight, fight." You know. <laughs> well, a lot of people also point to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway on the treatment of Pluto, that Minnie just kicks Pluto and stuffs him in a trunk. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh yeah, 
It's that's the pre-show. Oh that's wow. That's the pre-show. Minnie kicks Pluto and he gets flies into the truck of the of their car. Sorry, Pluto. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm not for like kicking him into a trunk. I'm just <laughs> yeah. saying like just put Daisy that's in That's how there they're now. treating Pluto nowadays, so. Yeah. Um okay. Are we are we good for movies? Oh, I've got so many for movies. Okay. All right. Uh for me, I think Frozen's only good because of the music. Um the storyline not good. I would say Frozen 2 is better than Frozen 1. Whoa, that one's huge. You just dropped right there. <laughs> yeah, I would say Frozen 2 is better than I think than the Frozen story 1. is probably better the story is better in two i enjoy the music better the music is better in one Mm-mm. the music is catchier in one right the music may be better in two correct because um, i love you know christoph's song oh that one's good i love the weezer cover on that one yeah i just feel like all the song the songs themselves are more enjoyable to listen to on their own i feel like maybe i just got burnt out of the first frozen um with how viral it went yeah and, and i may have a controversial like opinion on this one elsa's borderline villain if you don't have totally oh if you don't yeah. have um hans like flip elsa's the bad guy she yep. well and she originally was going to be the villain but like when hans goes i don't love you i want to be king of Arendelle, <laughs> like that's you know that's the moment where like oh Elsa's not the bad guy and we all knew when you're watching it Elsa's not the bad person but like she just Elsa misunderstood. didn't know about Hans no well also honestly because I've even seen the behind the scenes things but they don't say this but I feel like that plot twist was thrown in way later in development of the they of probably the saw it all like Elsa's not good right <laughs> it's like when they had Woody and, as the bad guy yeah because <laughs> if, if you look at what Hans' actions are. If the first half of the movie, like when Anna leaves, he doesn't have this like authoritarian like. No, he's like giving blankets. Oh, no, uh... here, give him the blankets. You're like the worst guy is the guy from like uh, Weaselton, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> he's he like you're trading our guards, you know? Like oh, we get it, <laughs> right? Like he doesn't act like a villain, and all of a sudden it's like there's no, there was no point for his transformation. It was just like oh, plot twist. He's actually a bad guy. And well, it all adds up where he's like, he's the 13th in line. He gets treated like garbage. This is his like, it's coup d'etat. You know, he saw, he seized his moment with power and he almost got away with it. He really was that close to becoming. Oh, he absolutely was. And he would have won it. Because and... it wasn't built up in a way that we could see that it was going to happen. Blindside. And honestly, that's the problem with the new generation of Disney animated movies. There's no good villains. There's no strong that's, villains. That's a huge one. Like I was thinking that with like Mother Gothel. It's all like she's a, not like a horrible kidnapper. She like raised the kid. She's horribly like psychologically. But she, but she could have like the kid. she did raise the kid and like clothed and fed her. Oh, like she could have really like I saw put this... her in a, like a, a dungeon. Yeah, well, I saw I mean, this tower. No different. But like I saw this one thing where that kind of changed my aspect of her. Said so Mother Gothel would have gotten away with it if she just told Rapunzel. Her birthday was on a different day. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Because she wouldn't know. She wouldn't care. She's oh, yeah, there's these floating lanterns on a random day. Oh, like. 
It's Lantern Day. That's hey, all. Ray, like, it's not can I go see it? Yeah, sure. Me. Let's go out together, guys. Yeah. You know, like... <laughs> um, let's see here. Um, I've got, I've got so many. Oh, go for it. Tarzan was the worst soundtrack ever. You just hate Phil Collins. And I read this like someone goes, Phil Collins, like the whole movie singing, it's like I'm in a minivan in the 90s driving to Oklahoma. Shoot me, please. And I was all like, I was like snapping. Oh, yeah, you're driving here. No, I can't stand well, it. What would, I, I can understand that aspect because like, you know, I think we may have talked about this where it's like with Phil Collins, like when, when Phil Collins is singing, it takes away from the other characters because none of the other characters are singing. It's just you're listening to Phil Collins sing <laughs> to he's, what's he's happening. He's watching like a snow globe of the movie, and right. he's just singing to the snow globe. Right, exactly. <laughs> so like it, it doesn't mean as mu- the music doesn't mean as much. I mean, granted, there's songs that I enjoy. I like Phil Collins' but, songs. Oh gosh. No. In terms of storytelling, it wasn't. It didn't add to the story in the sense of like. We we needed more character driven songs, and with Phil Collins singing almost every song, it took. <laughs> That's away what kills me. It's like, oh, here we go. Phil Collins singing again. <laughs> Can I show? Yeah. Uh, okay, here's one that was very interesting. Okay, so there's this guy online who put this theory out that like Scar ate Mufasa. And he says that because he's like, what happened to Mufasa's body? Does li- Do lions eat other lions? Apparently lions. And he looked it up. He's like, do hyenas or eat lions? And they don't. And apparently lions eat other lions. Maybe this, maybe the hyenas do eat them because they were going to eat the cub, weren't they? Like that was like when they went to the elephant graveyard. Oh, that's arc. true. They said that they were going to eat them. And so that's kind of what I'm thinking. And this, this, in this scenario, in this yeah. scenario, okay. But yeah, his whole thing was what, like Scar eating. Because there's a scene where Scar's in his cave and he's holding an animals. I ate his liver with some fire beans. Got some Hannibal Lecter uh, action right. right And I was there. like, well, that's controversial. But yeah. I would, I've never thought of it that way. I was like, well, that's interesting. Yeah, there's got to be some leftovers of. Well, I mean, it's the circle, circle of life. life. He turns in the grass. <laughs> he turns in the grass, and the antelopes eat the grass. And then we eat the antelopes, right? <laughs> That's it. Um, okay, someone says Brave is the most slept on Disney princess movie. It's the most what? Slept on. Slept on. Like overrated or underrated. Underrated. I would say definitely underrated. It is an underrated one. I have one that's probably even more underrated. What's that? Um, princess and the Frog. It's. I think it's so. As I've gotten older, like I watched it older, but as I've gotten older, I'm like, oh, this movie is. It just gets better and better each time. Brave's gotten better too. But do you think Princess and the Frog is better? Music's than better. The music is. Oh, um, I. That's, come back to me on that one because I've always been a huge Tangled fan, but I've watched it so much lately. 
like my daughter loves Tangled, <laughs> and I've got a little, I'm, I've gotten burned out on it, so I'd have to like analyze it. We'll probably talk about that in like the the what are they called the second the Renaissance or yeah. the second? Well, no, that's that's not Renaissance. Mm-mm. I forgot what era that is. That, that what's era the new is. era for that that area for Disney animation? I forgot what it's called, but I, I yeah, it's tough because Rapunzel used to be like my number one, you know, overall. Yeah. I don't know, but I think Princess and the Frog is for me. It was on my list of like, it's. I think it's better than I Frozen. Mean, that was. I agree. That was Disney's final push to do hand drawn animation. That's so good. And like they did a fantastic job, but I and think it makes you kind of miss it too. Yeah. But they learned it's financially not. Uh, yeah. They can't do hand drawn animation anymore because it costs so much money. And I think that's why the like that movie doesn't get as much attention because it technically didn't profit that much because of the cost of production. Even though it might have done okay box office and sales of merchandise and things like that, but because of the cost of production, it doesn't. It's not looked on by Disney as like a high valued property. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's I, for me. It's just the music. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's solid. The characters are good too. Like I'm trying to think of is there a song I just don't like on there? Mm-mm. You know, like you mentioned some of the songs, or just think about them, and you get like goosebumps thinking mm-hmm. about it. I was like, oh, that's good. So, and I just you don't hear the praise for it. No, gonna take it down. Gonna take it down. Gonna take it all the way down. I know where I'm going, and I'm going with you. Taking you all the way. All right, here's another one. Disney should remake Song of the South. And make it less racist. I don't. I mean, if you're taking out the live action portions, if that's what your goal is, just to take Uncle Remus out. I mean, that's the only way to like the, p- make it the controversial quote less racist. It's, it's, it's just make it a cartoon. Yeah, it's the caricature of post Civil War right. antebellum, you know, of of race, you know, and that's what's basically locked it in the vault, and it'll never be seen for that, you know, but. At the yeah. point, if you make a story with just the cartoons, you're, you're going to be fine. I mean, you're going to have to change the voices. They're not going to talk a certain way. They're not going to have like, that southern accent. Yeah, you're not going to have like the Dumbo like crows, you know, talking. You know, it's just it's the yeah. racist crows. Yeah, yeah it's 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 going to be different. I think it's something that will never happen until like 50 years or something like that away. The culture's got to change before they decide to do something like that. Yeah. So if it will change, who knows? Time will tell. Yeah. 20 years, the Matterhorn Yodelers will be talking about it. <laughs> Back in the day. <laughs> right. Um, all right. Here's. Do you have one, Jason? I have one. Lion King is overrated and Pocahontas is better. I agree. I've never been a fan of I've Lion King. I've never liked. But again. That, was, that was the opinion of the Disney company during production. Like they said. Yeah, we got this movie Lion King coming out. That's yeah, it's, it's a it's, placeholder between. But uh, Pocahontas, though, you're gonna be blown away with Pocahontas, which I think artistically, Pocahontas is one of the most beautiful I Disney think it's a films. Top five. I mean, it's up there with Sleeping Beauty in terms of like yeah, for beauty. In terms of for art, Sleeping Beauty and the art and the beauty yeah. of like 
what you're watching. Yeah. Because, like, you look at the original... They've added things to Lion King now to make it a little bit more appealing. Like, there it used to be... flat sometimes. There was nothing in the background. <laughs> like, yeah. literally, it was just, like, ground and sky. Like, there was no mountains or trees or anything in the background. They've recently added that because it looks so bad. Um, <laughs> it's true. We made some extra money on this. Let's throw some background. Yeah. Correct. And then I wish they sudden, did that with Beauty and the Beast. Like, if you watch as, like, Belle goes through the town, some of the characters just do the same two movements. <laughs> it's funny. You'll just I see, like, the Gaston, oh, yeah. uh, like, uh, I'll be like, Gaston, the three twins. Yeah. They just do this swaying thing. <laughs> it's just creepy. Because when you watch a movie over and over you as a parent, you're like, stuff. what am I going to watch? What character, what thing am I going to hyper-focus on <laughs> yeah. and see how ridiculous this is and i've noticed that with beauty of the beast that they're like yeah we don't have enough time for this well, this character's only gonna do three movements back and to more. animate you know individual Multiple actions characters, for yeah. all the townspeople in the same scene in the same shot like that's a that's that, like, a nightmare someone may or may not notice i get it but it was one of the yeah. things that, as you're watching those like Am I am I frozen in time? Like, what is going on? Did my Disney Plus break on this portion of the film? Right. <laughs> so, back to Pocahontas. Someone says the song "Savages" is one of the greatest songs of all times, and they they had some pretty convincing arguments. It it's, brings up the difference between our perceptions of one another. Yeah, and, and that was one of the all, biggest we, we ones. Think, we're very ethnocentric about ourselves and like we're right our way is the only way mm -hmm. yeah it tackles both sides of like the point of view cool it yeah it even points out the fact that you know despite the fact that like we think each other's wrong we're a lot more similar than we are different yeah um it had a great message. Oh, it did. And you watch Lion King and it's all like, what is the message? <laughs> Run away from your problems and then wait king. for your girlfriend to come and drag you back <laughs> and fight off the guy that's completely destroyed your father's homeland. Right. And then you're like, no, I'm king. I mean, it's not the greatest <laughs> it's message. Hamlet. And like I said, it's, it's Hamlet. It's and Hamlet. You know, <laughs> Hamlet's not necessarily the greatest of storylines. It's like, know? I want to grow up to be like Simba <laughs> and run away and become a vegetarian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Movie up. The only reason why it's good is because of the intro. I agree on that one. I'm not a big fan of up. And I think the intro is the best aspect of it for me. I think I can, I can understand the point of view of it. I do enjoy the movie up, but I can understand the Indians kind of like meh. I, I don't like the kid. And Russell? I think I said that. Yeah. I don't like Russell. I like Doug. Doug is, Doug fun. is fun. Doug is a great character. I think, I think honestly, Doug is the character that brings that movie together. Together, he keeps it going. Mm-hmm. It's not like every because he steals the show every time he's in the scene. He's kind of like the genie. I was hoping you weren't going to say Olaf. No, no, because no, I no. mentioned that before. <laughs> Olaf is the Jar Jar Binks of Frozen, <laughs> right? <laughs> I didn't get that. Someone wrote that on. I would say Olaf is far more enjoyable in Frozen One than he is in Frozen Two. I like him in Frozen 2 more than I like him in Frozen 1. I liked him better in Frozen 1. Frozen 1, I would say, he put me off so much, I really didn't like the movie. You didn't like Frozen because of Olaf. No. Yeah. I think I've only seen Frozen 2 once, so. Olaf's grown on me after I've watched it maybe a hundred times. 
I think Frozen Two, Olaf's best part was like when his song. Yeah, with Gale. Yes. Or Samantha. 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 Yeah, that was great. (laughs) That was his. That was his highlight. Like best part of the movie was that part. Like yeah, I liked his like recap, but like he was always kind of annoying in the rest of it because like he he was enjoyable in the first one because like it was new. Like oh, this is new to me. This is. But like in the, by the second one, he's all like, he's all I'm, not, a, "I'm a know-it-all." He's Did you know water swim through <laughs> four different animals and that yeah. you're drinking? It's like, oh. now think about Frozen Two. I think about it, the characters are all over the place. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're just they're neurotic in their own little way, and they just never come together. I could see that, and I think that may be one of the things that may bother people about Frozen Two. Sure. At least with Frozen 1, there's like a flow to the story and where everyone's got to be and go. But yeah. All right. You have any more? I don't think Gaston's such... He's not like an evil bad guy. <laughs> he's like most men in the world today. <laughs> he's, he's just... Yeah, he is not a great guy. He's no. egotistical, narcissist, and he's manipulative. I mean... But like he would... He reacts how he should react in a small town and see a beast and, and see a beast you know, yeah he, he's he and fall, when you have he's the dad in love coming with, crazy what he, does he want to do like he's like yeah put him away like, but no, no 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 but that's not why he wants to put him no away. but that's the manipulative part and that's what makes him a bad guy but if he never did that would he really be a bad guy yes because so at the final scene he's a villain because when the beast is like could have killed him and he's like no i'm walking away and he goes in for that final kill. But that's like with fighting. That's, he's, also, that's, that's, he's also a hunter. He's a hunter. So it's like, it's it's nature. So it's to, kill or to, be to killed. To him, he's, the beast is just another animal, another yes. th- another trophy on his wall. That's all the beast was to him. And there's those who like to fight with honor. But like the beast showed kindness to him. And he Sure, and I'm sure a deer that. would show kindness to him as well. But there was something. <laughs> I don't think a deer would go near him. You know, and, and just... You know, that's, I mean, he's like a one-track yeah. minded person. He gets his results and he keeps. He has, he's, yeah, he, I, I like that. He's he's a one-track mind person. Like when he wants something, he's going to do everything in his power to do that one thing. And the whole movie, he's driven by one thing, and that is to get married to Belle. And so every action that he makes contributes to that goal. So he's very focused in his goals. But I don't think he's, I don't think he's evil. In terms of the evilness, I don't think he's. On I mean, the, on evilness the, on, scale with all the other villains. Which I think we no. need. To, I think we need to do that. We need to have like, like evilness scale. And I, that's what I really wanted here. to do when we were doing our bad guy, our like episode one yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that was kind of the direction I wanted, and but it's always bothered of, me. It's like I watch Gaston, I'm like, and not that I like. He's not admirable, but he's there's just things we're going like. Is he just a human in this instance? Mm-hmm. And he's just like doing things that, oh, yeah, we don't like that. You know, like, you know, yeah, I'll get your dad out if you marry me. It's like, yeah, it's not a great way to marry someone. <laughs> but, you know, it's this is you look at the, the time and it's not always, you know. It's well, still not right. It's, Bell, <laughs> yeah. Bell's not necessarily the most appealing character in that movie. The Stockholm either. Syndrome. Well, Stockholm uh, Syndrome, she's also kind of like a jerk to the rest of the town. 
She's very she's pretentious. I'm oh, more than this much. provincial life. Right. <laughs> and she's singing this and all like she's a peculiar girl. Okay, yeah, right. Like yeah, it's like I think both Belle and Gaston do not come off well. Um, and Beast is a bad guy until he's controls his anger, right? Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's that's why I'm all like... It's... We'll have to deep dive on that one. Uh. We'll have a deep dive on That's why I was all like, it's not the most like controversial, but it's one of like, I don't think he's... He's no Frollo like. <laughs> no, he, Gaston is no Frollo. I can agree to that. Frollo's pretty bad. You'd have to get a spectrum of how evil and bad like all like, our characters we would are. Need to, we would need to like gauge it on like what's their goal, what are their actions, things yeah. like that. Um, episode okay. for a future day. yeah um any more you have or uh i like netflix better than disney plus it's, it's cycles so like it me, depends netflix has those like good months and then they also have like bad months i find myself as an adult going to netflix first before disney plus i agree with that because i know on wednesday i'll get the one new show yeah and that's it one show for a whole week and i've been like i've i've been trying to make a more of a push to expand and stuff some of their international stuff they've come out if it's latin american it's a it's dealing with a school where it's musical and somebody's misunderstood and there's this like big guy that's like no it's this it's reggaeton you know it's just like it's the same story and i'm like okay so it, no, the content needs to be better I on Disney just, Plus. I'm, yeah. It's relying too much on the kids. And, like, you thought Netflix was going to sink when, like, everyone pulled their content. And it's like, actually, no, it? they've stepped up. and They just added more trashier but stuff. It's trashier stuff. They added more reality. Yeah, they that added more huge. reality. But, um, and they brought in better um, international stuff. And I think that's where Disney's... I think... Disney needs to add more park stuff. Stuff. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I want more park content. Like, I want more behind the scenes stuff. <sighs> yes. I want more. What if they did like a great race? Yeah, in the dude. park. Oh, in the that park. would be that awesome. Would be they do like they have like this Disney Channel one that they do. It's not good at all. Like, it's definitely geared towards like we are specifically promoting this. It's not. It doesn't have the same like vibe that what we would want like from an amazing race type adventure but no like amazing race but all the disney parks in the world yeah yeah no, i can I... hear the guy from amazing race voicing it you know like we're here in tokyo disney as we uh, circumnavigate the world and like no i agree disney plus needs to rethink how they're their current content and do better like i will never get rid of disney plus no my daughter never. i just can't with if you have kids you have, you have to have it. You have to. But when's the point? Like, okay, so my daughters 10 years from now um, are old enough. Do I keep Disney Plus? Well, There's a drop off at like 13 with content and like, I don't know. Well, it's just like once Mandalorian leaves, what's, what's that's good That's the I mean, yeah. You got some Marvel, but that's not going to last forever. I'm kind of curious what's going to happen moving forward. And with Disney making huge cuts. They're they're making a lot of changes right now. And I think I think we're going to see a lot of experimentation right now. Yeah. And that may work um, out. And I hope so. Like, I hope they do some. Throughout the playbook that was done before. Mm-hmm. It's just not. It's not good. I hate the fake content that's on there. 
you know the yeah. extra sugary stuff like blah. yeah so. so i'm just i just throw another it may not be popular and i know we're a disney podcast but it's just like mm, i'm i i don't know if it's it's one the the stream wars but i think it needs to step up its game i think it'll yeah. survive the streaming wars yeah it'll, it'll be it's definitely it's one got of the ones enough that content will, will to survive kids survive kids keep yep keep studios you've got the, the classics yeah kids so, watch it yeah i will always have disney it's, plus it's always going to be the home of marvel and star wars and so like there's yeah. there's going to be an audience there's a foundation regardless. there but it needs more agreed so that's all. That's it. I'm I'm done with all my opinions. You got any more, Peter? I think I'm good. All right. I think I'm good. <laughs> well, those I, are... I mean, I could sit here and grind right. some things, but no, I, th- I think this is good. So those are some of our controversial opinions, some controversial opinions online that we've heard. I've got I've got an opinion for Peter. I got a question. Oh yeah. We were... Do you think old Epcot? Is better <laughs> than than Disneyland. Oh no! <laughs> okay, <laughs> no Disneyland is definitely superior to old. Okay, Epcot. do you think old Epcot is better than any version of of a park or a different era of Epcot a park in in and uh, Disney World? Do you think that's the pinnacle of park? I would say Imagineering. I would say late eighties, early nineties is prime Epcot right there. Okay. Hey, I got one for you. Do you oh think boy. old <laughs> do you think old Epcot <laughs> goodness I mean my old Epcot's being attacked? Do you think here. old Epcot is better than a grilled cheese sandwich? <laughs> yes, absolutely. One hundred percent. I hate grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> is it better than the tacos you used to make? <laughs> Extra taco pepper. <laughs> Extra greasy. <laughs> Okay. Better than that. All right, all right. We've gone too far we're now. Done. All right. Um, we're not done with this Epcot train. <laughs> they know we have another Epcot episode planned. So they're making fun of me because I suggested it. It's like, let's go back to old Epcot. <laughs> all right. Let us know if you have any controversial opinions about the Disney industry, parks, movies. Let us know in our comments down. Uh, you can comment on our Facebook page or Instagram. You can email us at MatterhornYodlers at gmail.com. You can Twitter us. Uh, and, yeah, we love to hear from you. Um, and with that being said, have a magical day.